Hi, welcome back. 2012, it's Danny Klein Modisette, and I'm welcoming you to the Afterbirth Podcast, where we're still featuring real stories about raising kids that you're not going to read in a parenting magazine. Today, we're going to play a story for you called I Yelled, written and performed by the very talented and very honest Mo Gaffney. It was recorded at the M Bar in Hollywood in 2008. Hello. Can you see through my top? Right, just a fear I had. Um, <laughs> you never know. One would hope. I am wearing a bra. Um, uh, this is called I Yelled. I waited till I was somewhat elderly to have a child. It didn't feel like I was waiting. I didn't think I'm going to hold off on having a kid till it's almost physically impossible. It just never came up, really. I wasn't one of those little girls who planned my wedding at 10 years old or had names picked out for my kids to be. I grew up at a time when women were saying, we don't have to get married and have kids, we can do anything. We can keep our own names, be CEOs, and wear scarf-like ties. That sounded pretty good to me. Not the CEO part, but the other parts. I decided if it came up, I'd think about it, but if not, no biggie. My womb wasn't pulsing in anticipation or anything. Then, when I was 39, my now baby daddy said, let's try and have a kid. We're getting old, we're missing the window. And I said, okay. You see, I was pretty sure I had missed the window. So what harm would it do to try? My little old eggs could finally meet some sperm, not that they'd get involved. And I could look back and say, well, God knows I tried. Not meant to be. My dogs are my children. Or something like that. Then, surprise, my vengeful, slutty eggs hooked up with the first, and I mean first sperm that came along and I got pregnant. As surprised as I was, I was also excited. I'd be a good mom. I'd only have the one, and well, it would be nice to think about someone other than myself. And it's turned out okay for the most part. I mean, I'm not like soccer mom perfect. I can't cook or sew or make up games with plastic bottles and glitter, but I like my kid most of the time. I think playdate is embarrassing to even say, but he gets his share. He has bunk beds, even though his room is the size of a Honda Civic. I took him to Legoland in 100 degree heat, while at the same time having hot flashes. Yeah, even on a good day, Legoland, just. And uh, yeah, I let him have a mohawk. I did, a full-on, head-shaved, six-inch strip, a brick-hard, straight-up, Johnny Rotten Mohawk at eight years old. It was charming. Uh, When we finally shaved it off, he looked like a convict. So I don't know which was worse, but I've got pictures of both. I'll show you after the show. Uh, What I'm trying to say is that I was a pretty okay mom. My biggest challenge has been patience. On my best day, I'm not a patient person, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but kids require patience. They do. They are not the most rational people, and it is very difficult to reason with them. Somehow I've remained pretty calm, but uh, here's the thing. The other night, I yelled at my nine-year-old Jack. I don't mean I screamed at him for hours on end while looking for my bottle of scotch or anything. I just yelled, stop it! I had asked him to put up the seat in the bathroom and then I heard bang, 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 bang. 
the seat hitting the toilet over and over like some monotonous Morse code for yell at me immediately. And that's when I yelled, stop it, in a really yelly voice. And I hardly ever yell at him. I'll speak loudish or serious or exasperated or use my I mean it voice or even be sarcastic. But out and out yelling at him is kind of rare. Before I had a kid, I yelled whenever I wanted, mostly at fellow motorists and boyfriends. I didn't even think about it. Who stopped to even think if they deserved it? I'd feel the need to yell and I'd yell. I thought it was cute and edgy to yell. But the first time I yelled at my kid, he visibly quaked. And I thought, oh, okay, shouldn't yell, I'll work on that. So I consciously try not to yell at him, and I mostly succeed. What led up to me yelling at Jack this time was me asking him like 14 times to put on his pajamas, and then 20 times to brush his teeth. Usually I only have to ask about three times for each, I can deal with that. But this was one of those nights he goes temporarily deaf. Then I said, make sure you go potty and remember to put the seat up, please. Then, well, the bang, 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 and the yell. Man, I was possessed. I felt the yell boil up from my feet, and then blammo, it exploded out of my face. It shook the house. They probably heard my stop it in France. My face was red, my hair stood up on my head, and I turned around to see who that was that yelled so loud, and it was me. Now, it surprised my son when I yelled, but he wasn't intimidated by my yelling. He didn't immediately hop to or anything. He just got mad at me and yelled back. I was trying to put it up! <laughs> he bellowed. I think it was on Oprah or something where I heard some child experts say, when you fight in front of your children, you change who they are. I'm pretty sure according to this theory, yelling at them would have the same effect. So prior to my yelling, stop it, my son was no doubt going to become, I don't know, the poet laureate of the United States. <laughs> or the next Bono or something. And my yelling 86 that. Some neuron in his brain fired and now he'll torture ants and want to live in my garage till he's 40. <laughs> now, I'm sure there might be parents out there who never fight in front of or yell at their kids. The Amish maybe or polygamous sex, or anyone with seriously out-of-date clothes. Or if they're up-to-date, they probably gotta be on like buckets of Valium or have three nannies or live in a separate wing from their kids. But I consider myself a fairly decent parent and I yelled at my kid. Now, this business of changing who they are seems a bit of a nebulous assertion. So you have one bad day, have a pissy little fight with your husband or wife or partner, or yell, stop it, and suddenly you've changed in some fundamental way who your child is? Wow. Can you change them back with, I don't know, medication, therapy, guitar hero? I'm gonna go ahead and guess most people up to now have been changed then. We would all probably be dressed in flowy white clothes with doves on our heads, helping baby seals if our parents just hadn't yelled. But they probably did. People are parents, and parents are only human after all. If my son Jack was any other person on the planet that I spend this much time with and behaves like he does, all other things being equal, I would be yelling at him like 50% of the time or more. Who else would be allowed to ruin all the good towels, lose every jacket he's ever had, whine for 40 minutes straight, or make it so I can't sneeze without peeing a little without being yelled at? 
I think it's a miracle I haven't thrown him out the window yet. You know, from the time we're children, we're taught to be rational, kind, courteous people. And just when that's what we might actually be, we have kids. Now, in what way does that make sense? Trying to be rational with a kid up to, and I'm gonna say nine, because my kid's nine, and he still doesn't understand why he can't have his own air horn <laughs> is almost impossible, and that's frustrating. So once in a blue moon, I yell. I don't beat him or belittle him or stick him in the basement or make him buy me cigarettes. <laughs> he eats refrigerators full of food every three days, gets to go on field trips. Frankly, sometimes I think he is a little too confident. I'll love him no matter what. But because I yelled, stop it in his ninth year, he won't be a doctor without borders. <laughs> you know, occasionally I wonder, what about me my son will pick to complain about when he's older? You know, like when you tell your friends how your parents ruined your life. My parents drank, so I complained about that, for instance. I won't play whale war with Jack. That's a game where we throw stuffed animals at each other, including this whale, you see. That's the name of the game. He makes up ever-changing rules depending on who's winning. If I'm winning, the rules change. <laughs> you know, till he's winning. Uh, but once I got bopped in the eye by the shoe of this stuffed bear, so I won't play anymore. Maybe that's what uh, he'll complain about. Or maybe my yelling stop it will be what he tells his friends when they're discussing their bad childhoods. He'll say, I was never the same after that yell. But hopefully he'll never say, you think that's bad? At least your mom didn't throw you out the window. Fingers crossed. I'm gonna imagine Jack will realize I'm just a person. Not perfect, but not so bad either. I apologized that night and said I shouldn't have yelled, but that I was frustrated. He told me he gets frustrated with me, and he doesn't yell, which between you and me and the lamppost isn't so true. But I said, I know, and again, I was wrong to yell, at which point he said he was wrong to yell too, and he was sorry. He asked why we fight sometimes, and I said, because we're strong-willed, which means we both want our own way. Then he said he is strong and made me feel his muscle. <laughs> then we lay in his bed and talked and read a book. Looking at him sleeping, I thought, well, maybe he won't be poet laureate of the United States. Maybe he'll just be someone who can say I'm sorry and mean it. Poetry is overrated anyway. <laughs> Okay, so for more information about Afterbirth, the book, the show, or to comment on the podcast, please go to www.afterbirthstories.com. Our next live show, the 1st of 2012, will be the Afterbirth spinoff, Not What I Signed Up For, which is all about marriage and coupledom. It'll run at M Bar in Hollywood on Saturday, January 28th, and the number to call for reservations is 323-856-0036. I hope to see you at the show, and thank you for listening.